Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to another week of Fresh Take with Joey and Ranveer. This week, we're back in the bedroom studio cooking things up for you. So things whoa, whoa. sound a little bit weird. Or again, the vibes are off. I hate that I said that. Then um, that's the explanation. But Ranveer, what did we talk about today? Well, we talked a little bit about homelessness in America. And we pitched a couple of solutions that we think could really you know, make a difference. And we also mentioned, if you guys want us to talk about any topics... Please hit us up on Twitter at Fresh Take W R and J to uh, so we can talk about it because we want to represent you guys. So please enjoy the episode, and we'll see you guys next week. Welcome back to Fresh Take with Joey and Ranvira. I'm Joey. I'm Ranveer. And uh, how you been doing, Ranveer? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Same old, same old. I've been trying out. I just bought a 90-pack of melatonin. So okay. every, every night before I go, I'm already, like, ashamed to say that I've already gone through eight <laughs> in, like, two days. Because I'm such an idiot that I'll take the two that's, like, recommended. Uh-huh. And I'll wait, like, ten minutes. And then I'm like, why is it not working? And then I'll take... Like two you, more. You like the inst- instant results. I like the instant results. I'm also a, a little idiot who doesn't <laughs> know how to wait for stuff. So uh, the past two nights, I've woken up in the morning and I've been just fucking lifted. As Yoda used to say, patience is a virtue. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yoda, are you a Star Wars guy? No, not really. I'm not. I either. just I just recently watched Star like for the first time watched Star Wars all the way through, uh, like. This past summer, maybe? All the movies? Yeah. Hmm. I watched it when I was a kid, because, like, you have to. I did it. Well, normally you have to. Yeah, see, I'm not white, so, like, it's not, like, ingrained in my culture. Yeah, I guess or... so. White people fucking love them some Star Wars. Everyone loves them some Star Wars. Every... No, once I watched it, oh, yeah. I was, I'm, oh my gosh, like, why right. did I not watch this earlier? But, like, what I, what I mean by that when I say that I'm not white is, like, they're... my parents, like, did it. Mm-hmm didn't know what Star Wars was. You know, they came from India, so they didn't really... The, all yeah. these American classics that people reference, my parents know nothing about, so I never watched yeah, them. So therefore, up. you don't really... You weren't exposed to them. Yeah, they're not classics to me. They're new. <laughs> well, that's a good way of viewing it, <laughs> yeah. man. That's a really good way of viewing it, because I feel like when I was eight, I didn't get Star Wars. Yeah, now I, I understand. You like it. it? Yeah, I love Star Wars. It's it's a cool little, little uh, movie. <laughs> cool, series. Cool series. I didn't... I didn't have a full appreciation for it. Um, 
But there's a lot of stuff that I feel like we don't have a lot of full appreciation for. Yeah. And this is a hell of a segue. You told me to stop pointing them out, but I'm going to keep pointing them out. Um, a lot of people have a lot of appreciation for a lot of things, but one of the things that I feel like most people kind of take for granted is a place to live. Yeah, easily. Um, and it's hard to put yourself in the perspective of someone that doesn't have mm-hmm. that place to live. It's hard to empathize with someone on the street. Yeah. Um, and so that brings us to our topic today. We're going to be discussing homelessness in America. Yes. And um, the reason this topic kind of got brought up with Joey, and we were originally going to do a different topic for this episode. And I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw this um, this ad and it said, um, it was like a poster on the street and it said, this is someone's bed tonight. And I was like, oh my God. Like, you know, casually scrolling through Instagram, it may seem like that's not very profound, but it is. It's like, uh, and then I scrolled through and there was another picture, another poster of like some, if this was a homeless man or woman sitting here right now, you wouldn't even look down mm-hmm. type shit, you know? And uh, that that stuck out to me and that's why I wanted to do homelessness for this episode and really kind of do my research because something I've never researched before. Well, it's something that you, there's almost a primal fear with it. And I think that's why people um, don't regard homeless people in the same way that you would regard someone else on the street Mm -hmm. where you make eye contact maybe, or you give them a little nod. Most people try to avoid it because I think there's a primal fear within most people that like acknowledging it makes it real. And it seems like such a big topic and a big issue that it's so hard to tackle. It's become such a big topic, like, to handle that we don't even talk about it anymore, right? Yeah. Like, poverty and homelessness is something that's been around since the beginning of of time, you know, where people didn't have places to live, so they lived on the street, and they would either beg for money to get food or whatever for the day, or, you know, or or they die. And right now, it's cold outside, and, and... I see a lot of stories about homeless people freezing to death outside. And I think, you know, if our governments and our our people in charge were willing to take it to the forefront of the issues, um, it would make a big change. Because it, it's, it's a domino effect, right? Yeah. You get these people, these homeless people, into a, a kind of care system. And now they are rehabbing, so they get better. And then with, through that rehab, you provide them with career opportunities or ways to make money. And then while you're making that, while you're helping them make that money and find their way, um, they find a job, and now they're able to sustain themselves, and that's better for the economy overall. Obviously, one person may not make that big of a difference, but it's a domino effect of one person after another. It's something that I feel like with America, everything's interconnected. Homelessness in America is absolutely deeply interconnected to a plethora of different, um, I I don't want to say issues, but a different, different path that are in America. So for one, you're dealing with poverty, most obviously. Yeah. Um, Poverty has been a big issue in America and the world for, as you said, as long as we've had recorded stuff. Yeah. And number two, I think a a large one that a lot of people overlook is the healthcare system. Yes. Um, The way that... Privatized healthcare can drive people into immense amounts of debt, contributes um, to some portion of homelessness. Yeah. And then number three, I think, and this one is one that is so tough to handle because not everyone that is homeless has an addiction to uh, any sort of drug. Yeah. Not everyone on the streets has that. Some of them are veterans. Mm-hmm. 
which is our fourth issue, is there's very little veteran compensation, help, health care, any yeah. amount of care from, from the, the government. The VA in America sucks. It's terrible. And it's because – it's not the VA itself that sucks. It's because they don't get – the necessary funding that they need mm-hmm. in order to take care of the millions and millions and millions of vets that they have to. Because they're not only taking care of active military, they're also taking care of retired military mm-hmm. and people that have been out. So, like, when they're not provided with the adequate resources, we're not taking care of the people that have been taking care of us for years or centuries even, you know? Well, it's there's a saying where you go off to war and fight, you come back a hero, and then give it three years, you're forgotten. Yeah. And I've heard stories of veterans who have had medical issues or different injuries over the years and it can take up to seven days to get treatment like you arrive at the hospital seven days later you might get treatment and at that point for a lot of people it could be too late yeah and again with the costs and everything that is wrong with america is also a contributor to our large population of, of homeless individuals yeah and it's it's it starts with the people at the top, you know, and when you look at this, the statistics, they're staggering. Like in California, which is the highest rate of homelessness in, in the United States, they, they have homeless, like, like streets or I don't, I don't know what the exact Mm -hmm. word is, but, um, just a parking lot of homeless people that, you know, set up tents or whatever. And it, within those tents, like they don't have places to go to the bathroom they don't have, you know, adequate, like, places to eat. And so, like, it happened in Bloomington recently yeah. where that park uh, in, I think it's like on 3rd Street. Yeah, on 3rd. Uh, was basically where homeless people would go and um, sleep there and be out, be there throughout the day. But recently, the, the city government kicked all of them out. And now, like, where are those people going to go? Well, not only did they kick them out, they took away necessary resources so you talked about having a tent um for a lot of individuals in bloomington that were staying on that third street park their tent was taken all everything that they held inside the tent was taken all their possessions was taken and put in a warehouse Mm -hmm. and if you're an individual that doesn't have access to a home chances are you don't have access to transport other than public transport yeah so how are you going to go back and get your resources how are you going to go back and get what you need to survive? And that was just taken from them. It's kind of a ruthless cycle, you know. Once once you're there, once you're homeless and you're there, it's to, to come back from that is super hard. And um, it's kind of sta- the odds are kind of stacked against you. They are. There's no stepping stone out of it. Yeah. There's there's um, a pattern of poverty, I believe it's called, where it's almost impossible to escape once mm-hmm. you fall into it. Because there's lack of education, lack of rehabilitation, lack of all the Asians. <laughs> and, and you get stuck in it because nobody wants to put the time, effort, and money into people that have been deemed outside of a class system, outside of a poverty class, outside of like so that social hierarchy. Yeah. Right? Once you're at that lowest point of social hierarchy, I think there's a great fear with a lot of people near the top that if you hold them up, like what does that do for you? It topples eventually. Yes, because I think in the minds of everyone at the top, what you need a base, you need mm-hmm. something at the bottom to keep that whole building up. Mm-hmm. Especially as it gets fewer and fewer as you go up and up and up. Yeah, and it sucks that you know people like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, who 
Also, breaking news is stepping down as CEO of Amazon and is going to an administrative role. But, anyways, um, people like that who make millions and millions of dollars can't or don't seem to want to um, solve the issue, even though they could. You know, you see, you see the statistics all the time on Twitter. It's like this person that makes this much this year could could. Uh, save homelessness if they contributed x amount of dollars to it and the reality of the situation is if we depend on those people to solve the problem it's just not going to happen because if if they wanted to solve the issue they could have and they're not i have a question for you um when you see someone on the street what how do you go about that because i'd like to yeah that's a good question conversation once in a while yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Have a conversation every once in a while. So when I went to UIndy, mm-hmm. uh, the homeless population in Indianapolis uh, interacted with pretty frequently, right? And uh, most of the time, it's just really a conversation. And yeah. um, not all of them are, you know, these drug addicts or people that have done these horrible things. Some of them literally just got fucked over. And mm-hmm. now they're on the streets because they have no other option. So, you know, before you before you look at someone just because of their situation, put yourself in put yourself in their shoes. You know, before you judge someone's situation, walk a thousand miles in their shoes. I, I don't I don't know who said that quote, but um you know, everyone has a story and if if you learned anything from last week's podcast, that's very true. Um so what I do is most so when, on my way down to Bloomington, on the, the Harding Street exit, mm-hmm. there's usually a homeless guy there. Um, so if I can, if the stoplight, if the stoplight situation works out correctly, I'll give him a dollar or two. Um, but that's also because I believe what goes around comes around. Yeah. Um, and it's important to to lift people, other people up. And that one or two dollars, while he may he or she may go buy, you know, a beer with it, it's at least. It's putting something in their body to sustain them for a little bit longer. I've also never understood that. Why, like the argument, don't give them money. Don't give a homeless person money. They're only going to buy blank. They're only yeah. going to buy X. Yeah. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> yeah. If you are in such a painful situation, why would you? I don't understand why people fault someone for trying to find an escape from that. Like if we were in that same situation, if I was in that same situation, of course you would try to find an escape. Now, is that a positive coping mechanism? No. Probably not. But you can't fault someone for being human. You take what you can get. And I think being human is what is at the root of all this. And I think it's what caused the demonization of our homeless population in America. Okay. Is we don't want to see them collectively as a society. We don't want to see them as us, as humans. It's easier to demonize them and say they're all crazy drug addicts or they they all fucked with their money in such a bad way that it'll never happen to you because I think it terrifies people to see someone like them on the street. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely agree with that. It's you – no one wants to to put themselves in that situation. I don't think people really can in, unless you're really there. And that's where, you know – Empathy comes in again. Our first podcast, our first podcast episode we ever released was empathy, and um, it really set the standard for the rest of our our journey. Is because you know we always reference it. You 
these people have problems just like you. They've made mistakes just like you. So instead of looking down upon them, um, let's try and lift them up. Because it's collectively going to make us better as a society. Yeah, there's no reason you shouldn't want to help. There's no re- yeah, there's no the- reason you shouldn't want to see someone succeed. Yeah, and I'll say this as a reframing. Why not see yourself there? I think the biggest thing that comes back to societal, and this is probably a deeper thing, but is that you don't, a lot of people are so afraid to see themselves in that situation, they'd rather not acknowledge it at all. Yeah. Why don't you see yourself in that situation? What would you want someone to do for you? That's how I like to look at it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my brother did a very positive thing. Every time um, we would go down, downtown Indy, um, Jimmy, my brother, would bring with him a backpack full of food and just pass it out yeah. and have a conversation. Because I think that's what he would like to happen if he was in that situation. Treat others how you want to be treated. Treat others how you want to be treated. That's the golden rule. And it's the golden rule for a reason. Like, nobody just haphazardly put that shit together and was like, this is the golden rule. It's the golden rule because that's what keeps society together. Like, you treat other people in a good way, you'll be treated in a good way. If we all treated everyone terrible, that we wouldn't have countries, world, nothing would exist anymore. Because everyone would be doing everything for their own self-interest. So I think that's one of the roots of what has perpetuated the homeless situation in America is that a lot for a lot of people it's easier to just ignore than to do something about be- also because it is such a daunting issue. Because not issue, but a daunting situation. Yeah. Well, when and the cool thing about America is when we are presented with that, we face it head on or at least we try to. Um, and I think the try is more important than actually doing because one day the, 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 the try will get through, right? So another rule that we learn as young kids, you know, try, try again. So, you know, there are a lot of situations and we went, or a lot of solutions to this problem. Mm-hmm. And we went over them earlier. And um, I think we just need to find a way to integrate homeless people into our society. Now, this is where I disagree with you, not on the integration into society, but I disagree with you on the fact that we've been trying. I don't think that America's tried very hard. Okay. And the reason I say that is because with the COVID-19 pandemic, what we've seen do, which has been great for restaurants and local businesses, is they've created pods where you can get your meals and warmth and keep six feet away from everyone and have a shelter for at least an hour. We've had that capability. Yeah, That wasn't invented because of COVID-19. That has always been an idea. Mm-hmm. So if we really, 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 really cared and really tried, I think we already would have put those pods in place for shelter. And, but but and, we don't want to see them. We don't want to see them. Yeah, and a lot of it comes down to how your, your people in power or your senators, your governors want to do their budgets. So in America, I don't know know if y'all know this but our defense budget is insane um it's over half oh yeah half of our budget over half half yeah over half of our budget goes into defense and we're not even in war right now guys like um we don't even need to have this much money put into our defense system but it comes down to the to where do we want to allocate our resources and we haven't prioritized our homeless population bottom line well they've been neglected since the hoovervilles the hoovervilles was the first time for those of you that don't know 
after the Great Depression, President Herbert Hoover uh, attempted to establish a series of small towns across the United States called Hoovervilles to give people a place to stay that had lost their homes um, from the Great Depression. And they were a horrific failure. They were a terrible failure. And that might be a disheartening thing that is the reason we haven't tried anything else. Yeah. Because it was so bad. They did such a bad job with that. Well, I think if we look at it like we're looking at how we deal with drugs right now, right? In like in Oregon right now. We talked about this a couple podcasts ago of how they're decriminalizing uh, drugs. And instead of putting those people in jail, they're taking them to rehab. I think if we take that same approach to homelessness is let's put these people in shelters where they are able to get the resources they need in order to be successful. Let's set people up for success instead of hoping that they get there. You know, you can lead a horse, a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Yeah. You can't make a drink. So again, it comes down to the intrinsic motivation of the person, but I bet, you know, most of these people that live Mm -hmm. in poverty without a home would love to live elsewhere. Well, if you talk about intrinsic motivation, one of the easiest ways to gain motivation is to have hope. Yeah. And if you have been on the streets for three to four years and nothing's changed, you, you chances are you don't have a whole lot of hope. Yeah. So I think a rehabilitation process would be a good way to give people a basic human feeling of hope back. Yeah. Everyone deserves to feel hope. That someone cares about them. That someone cares about them. And I will say this about the COVID-19 pandemic. We discovered a couple of things that I think could be beneficial for the rehabilitation and help get people off their feet or onto their feet and back um, into a, into a position where they can feel secure in, the, in themselves again. I think one thing is the pods. Yeah. Setting up warm places, warm shelters where people can stay and have some modesty. Um, and number two, we've shown that school can be entirely virtual. We've shown that school can be something that can be taught from great distances. Yeah. I think within shelters, there could be, and should be an easier path to gain education. Education yeah. is the number one way to get out of a situation that you do not want to be in. Facts. To be educated, to have the ability to learn, to teach, to grow, to have a trade. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And I think there's there's almost no reason why there isn't a better infrastructure out there except for it would cost money. It would cost money that people say we don't have. But again, I'm going to reference the fact that we spend over 50% of our money on the military. And that's because of the military industrial complex. But, you know, we'll get into that on a later episode. But, you know, right now, if we look at what we are doing for the homeless, it's minimal. Right? Mm-hmm. And in D.C. right now, 93 out of every 10,000 people are homeless. And those statistics are provided by nhomelessness.org. If you guys would like, please go check them out. Um, they're doing some great things to prevent or you know at least help help them mitigate help mitigate the homelessness and that's where i really did a lot of my research and got my numbers from was was them and uh i did some stuff looking into about what they what they really do and uh they provide they you know they look to build shelters and they look to to really help on the forefront and uh so there's some some true warriors over there so if you could please check them out show them some support That'd be awesome. Uh, you know, we encourage you, our listeners, to be a part of the solution. And uh, if you'd like to, please do. And I, I know we feel like, I, I feel like on this podcast, we encourage you to be a part of a lot. But that's what I think motivates change 
I don't think the the model of being passionate about one main thing is in the past. I think it's time to be passionate about humanity as a whole and seeing yourself grow through others. I think it's time to stop looking at these subcategories and realizing that they are all interconnected. Yeah. I mean, it starts with the way that we view drugs. Mm-hmm. It starts with the way that we view poverty. It starts with our healthcare system. It starts with a military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Everything is under one umbrella that causes millions of different seismic waves that shoot out yeah. and create new facets of... It's like It's like a sickness. There's a bunch of symptoms... But they all are connected to one thing. So let's let's start. Um, just don't worry about your passion running out <laughs> yeah. for stuff because I know it feels like we can get burnt out easy. But the wonderful thing about passion is it makes you passionate. Yeah. And if you're passionate, it can give you a lot of drive to help change the world in the way that you want to change it and the way that you think the world would benefit from it. And remember that your word matters. Like whatever you are trying to or would like to get involved in that stuff matters so if you are looking to get involved in something and are passionate about something reach out to some organization or even create your fucking own yeah you guys are i and you know i don't personally know a lot of you but you know i i bet you guys are capable oh and if they're listening to us they're capable exactly you're capable of listening to multiple episodes of us <laughs> you've got so, some strength for sure so you guys obviously are you know pretty strong-minded if you've hung on this long you've got a lot of strength and i know we haven't said this in a while but you know we appreciate you guys very very much and um if it weren't for you guys we wouldn't be doing this right now or at least we wouldn't be as as motivated <laughs> absolutely not and also uh, if anyone wants to reach out with a plan or ideal that is pa- like deeply in you that you feel very passionate about that you'd like us to cover you're welcome to i'd love to hear some from you guys from our audience what you want to hear about uh we, we're talking about homelessness today because it's something that we feel like isn't talked about enough yeah and i think both of us are passionate about finding ways to to create a solution for this and i think I want to be representative of y'all. So whatever you want to talk about, want us to talk about, or even if you want to come on and talk about it, you're welcome to. Yeah. At fresh take WRJ. But uh, before we finish up, there's one thing I want to point out. And you and I were talking about how some, a lot of people subconsciously distract themselves from viewing homeless people. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about people that consciously view homeless people in a very negative way. Okay. So I'm talking about the benches that have, third rails in the middle that don't allow someone to sleep on them comfortably. I'm talking about um, putting down the the pigeon spikes outside of yeah. street corners so that people can't lay down. That's deplorable. Yeah. And it's all in the concept and the chasing of image, which is, again, something that is so intrinsically human that we don't want to see something. If we don't see it, it's not a problem. Yeah. So here's how we move it. We, we just denigrate human life by putting up these weird benches and putting up pigeon spikes. Like there's no real reason for that other than you're trying to boost your own image, Mm -hmm. which is deplorable. I just wanted to say that before we, I appreciate that thought. And again, we appreciate you guys. And, uh, I hope you guys are staying healthy out there, staying beautiful. Uh, we love you guys. We do it for you. Remember if you have any topics, reach out on Twitter 
at Fresh Take WRJ. We'll see you guys next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.